1: Folks, what is up? It's producer Steve here with two goalies, one mic. Where the Buffalo roam? Episode two. We're going to talk picks. We're going to talk prospects. We're going to talk players that will make the Sabres step to that next level. Uh, Last week, we talked about the uh, Rochester Americans since they were on a COVID break. They have since come back from that COVID break 11 days later. uh, Their last First outing since then, uh, Wednesday, December 8th, they face off again against the Utica Comets. Uh, they come up big with a 4 3 overtime win. The headline of that, of course, being Peyton Krebs' glorious overtime, three on three, beater of a goal. Just blast it, pass is beautiful. Sean Malone with a three point night. Uh, Robson making his debut in net uh, from the Cincy Cyclones. Our two roots lining back in the lineup. Samuelson with a two point night. Two nights later, they go back to the, go back to play the Laval Rocket. Uh, they win that game five three. Sean Malone two point night. Samuelson two point night. Uh, they're just on a heater right now. Uh, missing eleven days did not uh, did not make them miss a beat whatsoever. Uh, we got some players getting their first goals. Uh, Brandon Bureau. And Mitch Elliott first got their first goals of the season. Matt Robeson, two consecutive wins, back-to-back starts. So uh, they don't really need Arundel because they've got people that can fill the pipes and uh, stop the puck, which is pretty good. Uh, But uh, this week's episode, I kind of want to focus on some of the college prospects. uh, All the teams that have a prospect on them in the NCAA Men's League. They are off for the holidays. So this seemed like a pretty good time to catch up and uh, see where we're at. You know, obviously, we've got uh, two teams represented in the Big Ten Michigan and Minnesota. Michigan, of course, being home to Owen Power and Eric Bertillo. Uh, Michigan, of course, is leading the Big Ten with a 14 and 6 record in 20 games, uh, 23 points on the season. Uh, 13 of those wins were in regulation. Only one had to get taken to overtime. Four of the six losses were regulation to an overtime, uh, short right behind them. Of course, is Minnesota, which is home to our good friends, Ryan Johnson and Aaron Huglin, friend of the program. Uh, they are, uh, right behind them in the standings with, uh, a 10 and eight record in 18 games, uh, nine regulation wins, seven regulation losses. A pair in overtime on each side. Uh, The other leagues that are represented for our uh, Sabres prospects is, of course, Hockey East, Northeastern. I don't need to tell you who the big story out there is. Devin Levi uh, just standing on his head this season, going absolutely berserk. Has them third in the standings in uh, Hockey East with a 13-4-1 record in 18 games. Not too far behind Massachusetts and Mass Lowell, who, of course, are uh, 2-1, respectively, in that division. But then finally, uh, a player that gets a little bit overlooked when the headline is uh, so very clearly about the Big Ten and about Devin Levi with Northeastern. Matteo Constantini is a uh, center prospect playing for uh, NCHC's North Dakota who uh, command their particular division with a uh, 13 and six record uh, leading the leading their division over Western Michigan, who uh, comes up behind them at a 13 and five in 18 games. So that, that, that division is very heavily contested, but North Dakota remains on top, but uh, let's start going through. Let's see uh, what these kids are up to Uh, this weekend. Our boys in Michigan faced up against Ohio State. The Friday night game, uh, Michigan wins 5-2. Last night, of course, the ice was all kinds of choppy on their uh, second game of the road trip, and they lose that one 6-1. But uh, the, the, the big story out there is, of course, Owen Power. Owen Power picked first overall in this past season's draft uh number one pick yet another uh another welcome addition to the blue line in buffalo in this season alone 18 games 23 points three goals 20 assists 32 shots uh just for context in the 26 games he played in his freshman season he only had 16 points in 26 games uh three goals 13 assists so if he gets one more goal he's got a uh you know, career high there and down there in Michigan. Uh, there's there's just so many good things to like about Owen Powers' game, the way that he can cycle the puck, the way that he can thread the needle. Uh, clearly his his path, he can, fi- he can find who needs the puck to help them finish the job. But his size, his hockey IQ, his skating, just everything about the kid is just NHL ready. And uh, given the fact that he's a sophomore, if Michigan does take the Big Ten, I I can't see any reason why we wouldn't see Owen Power in the NHL next year, because if you can win the championship down there, there's really nothing else you need to prove at the college level. So uh, Owen Power is uh, doing nothing short of standing on his head, just outplaying most of his competition, and it's it's pretty clear with a roster as stacked as theirs, with as many first round picks as they have, uh, him along with many others. You know, Matty Beniers and plenty, plenty more. Uh, it's it's hard to see that team doing anything short of taking it taking it all. Uh, of course, the starting goaltender for Michigan is our boy Eric Patillo, another friend of the program. Uh, you know, in case you missed it, Owen Power and Eric Patillo have both been on two goalies one Mike. So I would strongly recommend you search through the YouTube channel, find those episodes, watch those interviews. Great kids, great hockey minds, great talents, and just all around good people. But uh, Eric Patillo here, he's having a great year. 19 games played a 9.16 save percentage, 14 and five record uh, one shutout uh, 2.35 goals against average. He's made 479 saves this year alone. The boy's big. He's poised. He's confident. He knows where he needs to be. He knows how to. He knows how to cut off the shot. He knows what he's doing. And uh, as another sophomore again, if Michigan takes it all this year, I don't see any reason why we can't see Eric Pertillo at the very least in Rochester next season. Uh, I think I think that they would want to give him. A, with goalies, it's a little bit different. You don't want to just thrust them directly into it. You know because they'll be going from taking shots from uh, kids in their age bracket to taking, taking offense from full grown men. And I think they do need a little bit of like a season or at least half a season to get acclimated to playing against a uh, whole different caliber of player, uh, different pace, different speed, different size. Uh, so I do hope to see Eric Patillo in Western New York after the season's over because uh, I, I I think we can expect really great things out of them uh, but that's that said uh, the goalie s- story this season has been by a wide margin the story of Devin Levi with northeastern six shutouts oh my god this kid's insane he's got what is it like a nine five five nine five one save percentage something to that effect this kid is insane I I It's, it's absurd how good this kid is. Yeah. Uh, What are we looking at? We are looking at, my goodness. I think he's had, I think he's had pretty much every single start this year. Um, Yeah. What's that? 18 starts, 13 wins, four losses, one tie, a 1.33, say, you know, uh, goals against average, and a nine five five save percentage. He doesn't quite have the same size as Eric Cortillo, who's a big boy. He actually has a couple inches on UPL himself. So, of our goalie trio, Eric is the biggest boy. Devin Levi—he's not a small guy. He is six foot tall. He is another sophomore, and he's just commanding Northeastern. He is just—he's the reason they're in the running at all over there in third place. And uh, I mean, with numbers like that. You you'd be hard pressed to see him not try to get a look at the AHL at least next year. He's just absurd. I I can't believe how good I cannot believe how good he's been playing. Granted, it's not the Big Ten, so it's not quite as competitive, but it's still damn impressive. I had six shutouts and eighteen starts. That's you know one one in three starts you get, you're just blanking them. That's insane. So I I, I it's hard not to be excited about a kid like Devin Levi. You know, obviously he came here under uh, less than ideal circumstances, you know, picking Devin Levi in exchange for Sam Reinhardt. I'm still going to miss Sam Reinhardt every day. He was such a nice guy. I really think, I, I, I really, I'm really sad that he left this organization. But honestly, I I also can't blame him for wanting out. So he had no contractual obligation to stay. So he, he saw his out and he took it. Uh, I, I can't really fault the guy, but I wish I wish things would have worked out a little different there. But that said, you know, of all the things you can get back in a trade for a fundamental piece of your team, Devin Levi is proving at least at the goalie level, at the college level, to be absurd. Whether or not that translates to uh, playing against full-grown adults in the NHL or the AHL is yet to be seen. But uh, the the position between the pipes seems more sound than it's been. Since Ryan Miller left this organization and uh gives me a lot of hope. That said, let's transition to the second team in the Big Ten. Second place team, Minnesota. The story there, Ryan Johnson, the junior drafted by Buffalo in 2019. Uh 6'1, 190 pounds. He has been having a real good year. Uh, 12 games played so far. One goal, six assists, seven points, twenty-four shots. He doesn't take a lot of penalties. Plus five, plus five, plus minus. Uh, he's just a real strong, no bullshit defenseman, which I, which every team needs. You know, not not every guy's going to be the huge playmaker. You're not a, you're not always going to have a Kill Makar. You're not always going to have a uh, you know Quinn Hughes. It's not always going to be a Darlene. You know, it's not always going to be that story. Sometimes you just need that stay at home guy that you can depend on, that you can rely on. You know he's going to do what needs to get done to make sure a shot gets blocked. And in the process, he's going to make a few big assists. You know, put the team up when they need to get put up. Feed the right guys. And I think Ryan Johnson's going to be that guy. And again, he's a junior this year. um, So I don't know how much more time he's going to spend down at the college level. This could be his last season. He could potentially be getting the call up to the AHL. Nope, sooner than later. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens with Ryan Johnson. You know, he's getting up there, getting up there in years. I mean, he's not an old man, but he's a junior in college, so what's so up, like, 21? I think it might be about time after this season's over to try to get him a look at the big leagues. Uh, but he's doing good. Another uh, another Minnesota boy this season, Aaron Hughlin. He is a freshman this year, so I wouldn't expect to see him anywhere near Western New York for another year or so. But uh, Aaron Hughlin, you know, 12 starts. Twelve games played as well, two goals, one assists, three points. He's getting his feet wet. He's got a plus, he's got a plus three, plus minus. You know he's doing okay. It's uh you know it's tough as a freshman. He's probably not getting the uh, he's probably not on that top pairing. He's not in that top trio. So he's make he's making an impact where he can. Uh you know there are very few games that go by where he doesn't at least even get a shot off. There are a couple games at the very beginning of the season where he just doesn't get any shots on net. So it's hard to score a goal if you don't get any shots on. But uh gets his first goal against St. Cloud. Uh gets his second goal against Wisconsin. Getting some assists against uh hard teams. Ohio State, Wisconsin as well, St. Cloud as well. Um, so again, he's got a lot of t- he's got a lot of time to grow. He's uh six foot, one seventy. Hopefully the kid bulks up. Hopefully he stays fast with the bulk. Uh, but so far, you know, can't can't say anything too bad about Aaron Huglin. He's doing what needs to get done. He's developing. You know, he's probably the youngest of these prospects. But uh, you know, as uh, as you would gauge from the uh, interview we had on two goalies, one Mike with him, he's a he's a real nice kid, good hockey mind. You know, I'm hoping he can uh, start making some big strides in his game. But you know, thankfully he's a freshman. We got time. We, uh, we have plenty of forward prospects, too. So uh, if, Harry, if he wants to take his time, he's got time to take. And, uh, you know, that's been a knock on this team for a minute that we don't let kids develop. I mean, Casey Middlestab was a kid that we just pulled straight out of. Uh, I don't even think he had a college season. I think we just pulled him straight out of his uh, select club as a high schooler. And he was just immediately in Buffalo at the age of 18. We thought he was going to be a big stud. Uh, didn't have quite the hot start that we were hoping for. And uh, a lot of kids gave him crap for it. He's uh, turned his game around under Donnie Granado, so it's great to see. But uh, I think I think it's good. You know, the reason that a program like this actually exists is because Buffalo is actually taking their time to develop their prospects. They're not just phoning it in. So uh, that's all to say. You know, Aaron Huglin, take your time. You'll find your game. You're not doing bad things out there. you know, If you were doing bad things, your plus minus would be in the crapper. You know, you're just, uh, you're just not in that top six yet. You know, you're a young kid, but other kids will graduate. You'll get your turn. Just keep playing your game, bud. But uh, that said, the last college prospect that the Sabres have, again, is a kid who gets overlooked a little bit, but that's because in 2020 he was only a fifth-round pick. He was a fifth-round pick, 131st overall, Matteo Constantini, Left-handed center, nineteen years old, Saint Catherine's boy, six feet tall, 173 pounds. Again, not a huge kid, not a small kid either. Uh, playing for the University of North Dakota, who are, uh, I believe, leading their particular division. They're going, they're going hard in it. The uh, UCHC there, and uh, in that time, he's uh, he's got five goals five assists, 10 points and 14 games. You know, he's not doing bad down there. I, I gotta be honest. I haven't seen a lot of North Dakota games. There's a lot of uh, NCAA hockey happening. There's only so much of it you can watch, but uh, you know, he's doing what needs to be done. He's playing with playing with a good group of kids. A lot of, a lot of last names that you've seen before. looks like uh, <laughs> Looks like a lot of hockey players are having kids, and they're all uh, taking up the trades of their fathers, so it's good to see. But, uh, yeah, Matteo Constantini, yet another center with the capability to produce. Uh, he is another freshman, so I wouldn't expect to see him anywhere near Western New York for a minute, but uh, he's someone to consider. You know, he's still out there, you know. So two young guys and Constantini and Huglin still making their uh, contributions to their team. We might see them really start to surge once they get those looks into the higher pairings of their forward groups as kids move on to bigger and better things. But uh, that said, Owen Power, Eric Portillo, Ryan Johnson, hopefully Devin Levi too. Uh, if they have big seasons at the college level this year, I think they're of that age that after this year's over, we could uh, start to hear some rumblings that perhaps they'll be joining the fold at the very least in Rochester ideally making an impact it. I mean, obviously Owen power is probably going to be making an impact at the Buffalo Sabres level, just right off the hop. Um, but yeah, I could see Ryan Johnson and our, uh, two goalie prospects joining the Rochester Americans next year sooner than, you know, getting, getting their feet wet playing against full grown adults, see how it works, see if it doesn't. And if it doesn't, you know, that's what the ECHL is for. That's what the O's for. You know, we can, uh, we can cross that bridge when we get to it. But uh, it was nice to talk about these college kids, you know, while we got this little break at uh, the holidays, you know, I don't think any of these teams are going to be any of the teams that are uh, mentioned here, Michigan, Minnesota, Northeastern, North Dakota. I don't think they play again until the uh, start of the new year, at least the very, very end of this year. So, uh, you know, all these teams are in good standing. All these teams are winning teams. Nobody's, you know, circling the drain of the bottom of the division, I am no one's lower than third place, and that's Northeastern. But uh, that 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 Eastern division is rough. You know those those uh those Massachusetts teams, they are hard. They are hard to play against. I mean, I grew up in uh, upstate New York, north of Albany, so uh, I w- I watched a lot of those teams come through, playing teams like uh, RPI, playing Union. Uh, you know, went to a lot of those games. The old man, but uh, yeah. These college kids are looking good. A lot of them are on the older side. They could start look. They could start making their looks towards the big leagues. You know, we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, this has been episode two of Where the Buffalo Roam. I'm producer Steve. Thank you very much for watching. Um, I'm going to try to get one more episode in before I take a little break for the holiday, go home and see my family, get far away from my fun little webcam and my microphone so again in the comments if there's somebody you want me to focus on next weekend when i do with my next installment uh please let me know who you want me to focus some energy and attention on because again the prospect list is like 20 30 deep there's a lot of kids in the system and a lot of different leagues and i don't want anyone to go overlooked again this isn't the jack quinn show this isn't the owen power show there are a lot of kids to talk about so please do not hesitate to let me know who you're interested in because uh, this shows just as much fun for me. And, and I hope it's fun for you. I want to give you what you want to see and I want to keep doing it. So uh, you know, just let me know what you're thinking. Uh, but that's all to say, like every broadcast from two goalies, one Mike, this one is brought to you by outlet liquor. It is the place to buy a case. So don't haste. As for me, uh, it's uh, 15 minutes to kick off. I believe I think that game's a one anyway, the bills play today. Uh, If they don't do well today, I'm going to stop doing these shows on bills football days because I did one last week. Uh, That game did not end so great against the Pats. So if, uh, so if it happens again today against the bucks, um, I'm just going to personally blame myself for both of those losses. And I will not film these particular segments on a bills football day. I don't want to take any attention away from the big bills but uh thank you again for watching and uh let's go buffalo hey everybody this is Dwayne from two goalies
0: one mike here to remind you that after you get done listening to the episode which i hope you loved it and i hope you enjoyed it please be sure to subscribe to us on apple podcast spotify wherever you listen to your podcast and if you are using apple Podcasts. Do me a favor. Please be sure to leave us a five-star review. And, of course, write us a review. It goes a long way in getting us noticed and getting us some kind of recognition in this world of podcasting. It goes such a long way. And, obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, at Two Goalies, One Mic, hammer that subscribe button. Leave us some comments. Show us some love with some likes. Again, it goes a long way, and we really appreciate your love and support. To those of you who have been with us since Episode 1, Thanks for sticking with us for this long. For those of you who are jumping on the bandwagon right now, I promise you, you will not be disappointed. We have a season of guests that are going to blow you away. Uh, This year for hockey is going to be big with them going to ESPN, TNT. We've already seen how great it's been. Just, you know, they just got done with the first two nights of the season. It's been phenomenal. We get Gretzky back, Gretzky and Barkley. It's, It's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. So we are going to have so much to talk about this year. Thanks for hopping on with us. Thanks for listening to this episode, and we will talk to you soon.